um, we started with this massive problem of like when is the most critical phase of the day and for people suffering tinnitus we experience it's the time when you actually want to fall asleep mm. when the world calms down and this beeping noise just becomes super annoying um, and keeps you awake. Hello and welcome back to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host and this podcast is all about how you can live your absolute best life despite tinnitus. On today's episode, we have a fantastic German startup. We have the guys from Tinos One. They have developed a pillow for, um, yeah, getting better sleep with tinnitus. But you can hear for yourself, the episode was very interesting in my opinion. It was fantastic to have the guys on. You'll find all the further information that you will need about the pillow and where to get it and check it out in the description of this episode. Um, I had a lot of fun talking about how the pillow was a solution that they come up with because their parents or their fathers respectively were dealing with tinnitus and especially um, with the problems of getting better sleep with tinnitus at night. Um, So I think it was a fantastic episode and I'm sure there is a lot of action-packed benefits for you in there as well. Um, But let's get into the intro and then a short ad for my new tinnitus management platform on which you can learn to navigate and manage tinnitus better on a faster road to habituation. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. This podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. Before we get into the episode, a quick word to our sponsor. Actually, we don't really have a sponsor. Well, I myself am the sponsor of this podcast. See, I've been working to make this podcast work for about two years now. Been um, releasing episodes so you guys can get the most from what I do as a tinnitus coach, helping people worldwide to live their best life despite tinnitus. And today, in my own words, my own personal ad for our new tinnitus management platform. You can access the community management platform at www.mytinnitus.club and we have a fantastic management platform where you can access weekly videos all around the topic of managing tinnitus, um, tinnitus and cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, sleeping better with tinnitus, but you can also directly access from the membership platform events, the live events and the community live coaching sessions that we hold every few days. Another very great feature is that you have the ability to contact other members and if you set your settings, uh, you can even allow other people to see whether they are near you. So you can meet up with people from your area with tinnitus and who knows, maybe you're even going to make a few friends. So if you want to participate in our new tinnitus management platform, go to www.mytinnitus.club. You can get access for three days for free. Um, check out all the different topics, check out all the different possibilities to take online courses and to finally start living your best life despite tinnitus. Thank you very much for supporting the project and I'll see you there very soon. 
Welcome back to the Archering Tinnitus podcast. Today, I'm especially excited again um, to have new co two completely new faces uh, in the podcast here. They're both uh, the founders of um, a German-based uh, startup called Tinos. Today, we have uh, Jacqueline and Simon on the podcast. And it's uh, yeah, a big pleasure to have them here. And uh, please, let's give the floor to um, uh, Jacqueline and Simon so they can introduce themselves and a little bit tell us a little bit about what you guys have been doing um, with your Tina's project. Thank you so much, Frida, for welcoming us. Um, yeah, my name is Jacqueline. I'm one of the co-founders of Tinos, and um, I'm sitting here with Simon. Um, I think it's easier if he introduces himself to the audience. Yeah, I'm Simon. Um, I'm the co-founder of Tinos as well, uh, taking responsibility for all the tech stuff. And yeah, I'll continue with what we actually have been doing the last two years or two and a half years now. Um, we started with this massive problem of like, when is the most critical phase of the day? And for people suffering tinnitus, we experienced it's the time when you actually want to fall asleep. Mm. When the world calms down and this feeping noise just becomes super annoying um, and keeps you awake. And Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and we experienced that with both our fathers um, who actually have the problem as well and okay. tried to come up with a solution because most of the people told us they're actually masking that feeping noise in that moment with any more comfortable sound. Hmm. Um, and for some people that's just yeah, the sound of the sea um, for others it's hmm. the sound hmm. of a fan um, for others it's just a symphony. Right. Um, but everybody has found his one melody he managed to fall asleep with, but no one actually found a device to listen to it without having any downsides. Mm. Right, like the typical when you lie on your headphones, your ears hurt, when you um, have a speaker on, uh, your spouse or uh, the person sleeping next to you is uh, uh, affected by that as well. And uh, what's the solution that you guys come up with? We try to, yeah, exactly tackle those issues um, and right. came up with a pillow because we thought that's in the bed anyways. And if it keeps right. comfortable, there's no downside of having a pillow there. Um, and we focused on how can we get all these benefits without creating any yeah, downsides. Mm -hmm. um, and the pillow which we created transfers sound via the entire surface. Um, but without any radiation into the surroundings. So the spouse or the, yeah, the wife or whoever's lying next to you doesn't hear anything while you can hear to a, a surprisingly um, really good sound um, anywhere on the pillow. Wow. And, and how, how does it work for people? How, what, what, is, what is the feedback of the people? It's probably a very, very cool way for them to 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 uh well then listen to their favorite sound which they can do so by via an app or is it um, a bluetooth pillow that they, they can connect an app per bluetooth or, or how, how did you guys solve that so you can just connect your smartphone with bluetooth but if you don't want to have any bluetooth radiation um, in the bed you can also just take the um, aux connection um so we have like cables for aux to lighten usb and 
So for every variation of smartphone you have, and then the whole Bluetooth device is um, shut down. So mm. you can, yeah, just take your smartphone, listen to Spotify or whatever um, app you want to listen to. Wow. And um, the feedback is great so far. So we have a lot of very, very positive responses. People who are sending us pictures in bed with the pillow and super sweet messages from people who told us that they actually awesome. fall asleep again. And that's just so rewarding for us. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. That's so great to hear. And um, super interesting for me. So um, I have a hearing aid and my hearing aid does Bluetooth. So I'm, I'm someone who's not that skeptical against Bluetooth just because <laughs> I use it every day, all day, probably for 16 hours straight. We'll see in future whether there will be anything. But I mean, uh, the, the regular uh, urbanist uh, is walking around with their AirPods uh, 23 hours a day in as well. So uh, probably a similar thing. But I, I, I completely see that as um, very, very um, uh, important to, to have the different possibilities for people to, for example, connect uh, some sort of old iPod or um, some sort of music player or something. And that's a really, really fantastic idea. Yeah. And I just want to go a little bit back to the, the first part of the story, which you like mentioned at the sidelines, but I found super interesting. So the motivation behind it was that your fathers had trouble with falling asleep with their tenancies. Was that, yeah. was that correct? Yeah, that was correct. So basically I met Simon um, at university um, in a project course where we had like 10 days to find a problem and build a first solution for it. And we both went home the first days and said, okay, we don't have really any problem right now in our lives. So um, I talked to my dad that evening and asked him, hey, what is like the, the biggest thing which is like troubling you in your life right now? And I knew before that he had tinnitus, but I was never aware of that. It's like so frustrating for him, like having so much stress and work and then not falling asleep and then focusing on the tinnitus and then again having the same issue every day. Um, and that's where he told me that his biggest problem is like falling asleep right now because he is a new girlfriend and she doesn't want to listen to the radio what yeah. he did when he was alone. He just like listened to the radio all night and then it was fine. But now with his new spouse, it didn't work anymore. Um, and yeah, I brought it up to, to Simon the next day. And then um, he told me that his father also has tinnitus and has facing similar problems. Wow. That's, uh, that's uh, some a sort of interesting way destiny found its way to connect you guys for one purpose that um, actually resulted out of a university project, right? So it, the company turned from a university project into a, a proper company where you have a fully fledged product that people can buy on your websites. It's fantastic. Very interesting. Yes. And we, it was just an amazing feeling for us because like after 10 days, we had the first prototype, which I brought home to my dad and said, hey, here's a pillow, test it out. It, it was super rough at that point of time, but it was just an amazing feeling, like what you can build within 10 days. Wow. And uh, the first prototype, what did it look like? How did you do that? Did you just put a, a, a normal small <laughs> speaker inside a pillow or, or how did you do that? Um, what it looks like, it looks like shit. <laughs> 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 No, uh, we just try to figure out, does it work? Like the functionality which we imagined, um, can we somehow build it? And we just started with a foam pillow and pilled out 
our little uh, um, hole in it. Mm-hmm. And then we used one of these drinking bags, which you know from the backpack. And we just stuck some exciters on it, like bone conductors. And then, yeah, a little Bluetooth amplifier. And wow. that actually worked. And we just showed it around. We, yeah, we let people test it. And because we received a pretty positive feedback from the first day, even though we still describe it as a really low <laughs> performing <laughs> prototype. Um, it, yeah, the functionality worked and now it took us pretty much two years to make a proper product out of it, which then yeah, got way more fancy than we could imagine. Um, has all these automatisms, so you don't even need to grab your mobile phone anymore. Um, and just looks like a super high quality product. That's very, very awesome. Um, let me tell the people right now, because I mean, we're talking about the product the whole time. Where can people check it out? What's the website name? So you can find the website on the www.tinus.one. That's T-I-N-U-S, right? Yes. And then one as the number. Yes. Ah, okay. Perfect. And then people can check it out. Um, and currently you uh, do ship within the whole of Europe or just Germany or where do you regularly ship at the moment? We just started in Germany. Um, okay. And yeah, wherever orders are coming from, we'll try to manage to the way <laughs> to actually ship it there. Um, there's some regulations for every country which we need to solve. Right. But I mean, yeah, we're learning, we are learning where the customers are living. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. So we yeah, I've, to- I've I've worked in tax and customs and um, for a while at uh, at a at a consulting company, but uh, that was the most boring most boring episode in my life yet. So uh, that's why I very very quickly left that again. But I I know a thing or two about customs regulation and shipping things from A to B, and uh, that's always uh, involves a huge amount of bureaucracy. I I, I understand and I know that. So. Um, but uh, yeah, it's fantastic that people can check it out. Um, um, and, and another question that I that I would like to ask you guys is if you come up with a product like that and you um, present it to a few people, you probably have a few prototypes, you have people test it out in the community. Um, what, what did people report? I mean, I guess many people also experience not only the problem that they... Um, that they have trouble falling asleep, but also the trouble staying asleep. My microphone is falling towards me. I got to fix this quickly. There we go. Okay. Uh, we're back here. Um, no, but actually that people also have uh, trouble staying asleep at night. So have you found a solution to that? So um, that, that people can use the pillow throughout the night and yeah, something. Um, we actually experienced that quite a lot, especially... Yeah. Um, and that was a surprise, at least for me, from moms who have a really weak sleep. Like after they have their kids, they just struggle to, to stay asleep um, or just stressed managers or like a lot of people also without tinnitus um, had that issues. And I mean, for falling asleep, we implemented the automatism that the pillow just fades out once you're in a deep sleep phase. When you wake up during the night, we can't wake the pillow up um, because then it would have to stay on the whole night through. 
Um, but what we achieved is you just need to press a button on the pillow side, which is pretty comfortably implemented um, yeah, on the side of the pillow and you feel it or you can reach it without turning any lights on, without moving in the bed, without waking your partner up and without the need of looking on your phone, which might even wake you uh, up yeah, for with sure. that radiation. Mm. And then yeah, with those um, features of with that functionality, we got a lot of feedback. Hey, that's really cool because when I wake up at 3 a.m., I just don't want to wake my partner up. So I really start to fall asleep again and I don't want to yeah, step over him to grab my phone. Um, so yeah, works. Nice. That's, that's really nice as well, because I, I know that a lot of people, they say, I mean, yes, uh, falling asleep, uh, with tinnitus, of course. Um, I mean, I, I say that there's different ways to tackle this, of course, um, uh, playing a sound and the pillow, allowing you to not get triggered, uh, with the release of stress hormones that eventually, um, basically lower your melatonin levels to zero um and then you have no chance of of of, of uh, falling asleep properly uh, because i mean yes it's natural we've we've talked about this on this podcast extensively it's a natural mechanism that it, when your body perceives or your 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 brain has any kind of sign that you're stressed right now it's a natural survival mechanism you you don't sleep i mean it's normal i mean we when you are stressed out because there's a lion in front of your cage uh, a cave not cage <laughs> then you should not fall asleep and therefore you're stressed and you won't be falling asleep is relatively similar that mechanism um i wonder i wonder i wonder um if, if, if whether you have found that certain uh, uh frequencies or certain sounds work better than others have you tried to look into that already or is it just something that you say um, mostly people just play exactly what they like and what they enjoy because it's very, very individual. I, for example, I, I love rain sounds. So my tinnitus is quite high, high pitched. So I really like, uh, high pitched rain sounds, but if I don't have my hearing aid in, it would probably not make a lot of sense for me to listen to rain sounds because then the, the frequencies I can't hear anymore. But I, I guess, right. There's so many different, uh, people with different amounts of hearing loss and different sounds that they prefer. Have you found anything in particular? Um, yes, definitely. So as you said, it's super an individual topic, um, what you really like and what really brings you down. Um, but what we also experienced, um, which is quite interesting, that a lot of people like really enjoy um, hearing music or any like, kin, um, like child um, stories, which they heard when they were younger. Um, because when, when you're young, you feel like at a safe place where you don't right. get any stress. Yeah. Um, I remember that. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all do, right? 25 years ago, everything was so good. Everything was good and fine. And so in your brain, it triggers some sort of stress relief hormones. So there are a few, um, like also clinical trials out there and where they really like um, emphasize how important it is like to go back to your childhood memories for um, stress reduce while falling asleep. And um, that worked quite well for a lot of people. If they ask us what they, um, what we recommend listening to, then I um, mostly try to tell them, find whatever you helps to fall asleep. But I can also just from other um, experience recommend you um, listen to something you heard a lot in your childhood. Yeah, I'm just thinking what that would be for me. Um, probably like Benjamin Blümchen, 
the kleine Vampir, which I found on YouTube again a while ago. Nice. Um, stuff like that. Fantastic. Actually, I, I actually listen to it and I listen a lot to podcasts in the evening. Um, it's, it's sort of become part of my routine, which I think is also very important, right? Probably another topic to discuss that routine is so important. And if a routine calms you down, and if you know that that routine will help you calm down and relax, um, it's probably much, much more easier for your forebrain to simply say, okay, it's lights out now and we, we just get some shut eye now. And that's probably probably a, a, a very important thing as well, right? That you have a routine that you know that you can rely on when you think that there yeah, might be trouble. And I saw it on your website. It's like when you're anxious again about not being able to sleep, right? Exactly yeah. that. And then you know you lie down and you know you have the possibility to, even if you don't sleep immediately, just to lie on your pillow, be relaxed and, and listen to something nice. And that increases the chances greatly that you will eventually fall asleep. Yeah, we're also currently working on that to support that kind of routine, like to um, give people guided meditations, which are um, also fitted to the Tino's pillow. And we, yes. yeah, as I said, we're currently working on that because it, I think often um, for, it's hard for people um, to get a routine because they don't know what where to start and what they should do. So if they have some someone who tells them, now try to relax and to breathe clearly, and get all the emotions put by side and um, I think that helps a lot of people and that's why we also um, try to provide something in addition to the pillow. That's great. Um, I myself, this is something that I've also shared with my, my audience before that um, I do in the afternoon if I have time. I do it every afternoon if I have time. If don't, then I just do a very short meditation. But I do something that um, it's called yoga nidra. So it's called sleep yoga. And I, I'm not sure if I talked to you about that, about it in the last, uh, last time we spoke, uh, Jacqueline, but, um, I, we haven't I, it's talked a, about it, but no, no we haven't uh, talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a fantastic stress release protocol. And, um, I, I also love the podcast from uh, Andrew Huberman, Huberman lab. Um, he's a neuroscientist uh, at Stanford university, and he talks a lot about non-sleep deep rest. So you're actually not asleep but you're deeply resting and your nervous system can absolutely ground again. And this yoga nidra exercise that I do is like between 10 and 20 minutes. Um, and it's like, I never thought that. And I always thought of myself as someone I cannot sleep during the day because I'm so triggered. I'm working on so many different things at the same time. But when you get that dip after lunch, right? And thank you, home office. I can <laughs> lie down. I can close down the blinds here. And I have like a, a little small fan that I turn on to have some background noise. And then I turn on that yoga nidra stuff. And it's like, some days it works better. Sometimes it doesn't work that well, but sometimes you drift off in a pre-sleep state and you wake up like if you had done a power nap. And that is fantastic. That I found so helpful. And if you imagine this yoga nidra just surrounding you because you're laying on the tennis pillow. There you go. There <laughs> you go. You sold it to me. Fantastic. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the website right now ordering it. <laughs> no, it's great, guys. Um, talk to me a little bit about um, the next steps for Tinos. So what are, what are the next steps that you're going to accomplish or what are you trying to achieve right now? What could the community help you with? What feedback would you still be looking for? Um, yeah, so tell, me, tell me what's a little bit, what's, what's, what's on your plate right now? 
We'll be right back to the episode in just a few moments. I want to give out another shout to our Tinnitus membership online community. At www.mytinnitus.club, you can access a vast catalog of resources that will help you to manage your tinnitus the best way possible. You can find resources on tinnitus management, tinnitus for sleep, tinnitus and stress, tinnitus and the best mindset that you should be in in order to tackle tinnitus-related issues. And you can access all that content, uh, get to know new members of the community, join our exclusive club for as little as $14.99 per month. You support the cause of what I do and you get exclusive access to so many different things that will help you to get a completely new approach to your tinnitus. So I will see you all at www.mytinnitus.club. And now let's get back into the episode. Maybe from a technical perspective, what we are tackling at the moment is to actually um, make the sleep data, which the pillow is able to track visible for the user. So you're not just falling asleep with the tinnitus pillow and staying asleep, but you also wake up with hints and um, a monitoring of how you've slept and how you can actually sleep better because our assumption is no one actually wants to know his data, but you actually just want to know how to improve your sleep or your sleep habits. Um, and that's the goal behind it to create this world of yeah, better sleep for everybody, even though you're suffering tinnitus or whatever it is. And and, and just something, since you mentioned it right now, uh, what would that like look like? Just if you had one particular hint, what is something that you've found out that... Uh, people can improve on relatively easily or, or what what would that look like what would they the recommendation be or one of the recommendations i mean i can just um jump in from a tinnitus perspective mm. and then simon can jump in from from the technical perspective and awesome. um, just from the tinnitus um, perspective as you already mentioned like there are so many different sounds and um audio guides which you can listen to but I think it's also super important um, to really know if they are really helping you to fall asleep. And so one important step for the tinnitus community would be that we can really recommend you, hey, your sleep was better, like 10% with that audio guide, um, or you didn't sleep good with that audio guide, and try something else. Because just from a research perspective, what I... Um, get through um, different medical advisor is that um, some sounds can also make your tinnitus worse and you realize it too late. Um, so we definitely want to hinder that kind of problem and tell the people if it really improved their sleep, it was helpful. And if not, that we recommend them something suitable. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. To get the technical basis underneath. Um, I think, or what impresses me is this closed loop of you can actually send audio and vibration to the user, but you can at the same time track the sleep or like the, the habits of um, how he's reacting on, onto the, yeah, the audio or whatever is around him. And by closing this loop, we can always tell okay sleep type c is really sleeping well with that audio track um, so we can suggest that audio track to others with the same sleep type 
um, and build up this, yeah, we say a swarm intelligence of everybody's participating into you just sleep, like for you it, nothing changes, but the next day you get a suggestion of, hey, try that, other people were, slept really well with that one. Okay, and, 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 and the sleep tracking, would that be movement? So how much the person still moves or how long they still be moving on the pillow before they fall into a, a sleep phase where moving, movement succeeds, uh, succeeds or, or, or that's probably it, right? Or Yeah, so I, I think it's an advantage that you don't need to wear any, yeah, any variable, any watch or ring or whatever it is. Right. It's just all in your pillow. And it's impressive how precise the data of just the movement of your head is actually, um, mm. because I mean the head is connected <laughs> to your to your lung obviously, um, and by just breathing your head's moving up and down, and that's all trackable within the pillow. Um, wow! And as long as the user doesn't want it to be or to go to the cloud, everything just stays in the pillow and stays super private. But if you want your sleep to be tracked, you can yeah, use the app and allow the algorithms to actually monitor your sleep afterwards. Wow, that's fantastic. I mean, there's probably a lot of other use cases as well, right? We know that insomnia is a massive problem as well for a lot of people. And uh, especially what you said earlier on, Jacqueline, that um, I mean, tinnitus and insomnia is, of course, a comorbidity that often occurs when people are relatively new to it. But um, I myself have experienced insomnia not related to tinnitus. So having already successfully dealt with my tinnitus, still having tinnitus, but not being bothered by it, but still having the occasional uh, sleeping trouble through um, many and all reasons, um, which I think a lot of people actually have. So I think that's a very, very interesting thing to to pursue. And I and I I, 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 I know for, for a fact that um, I have become almost dependent on my um, nightly podcast listening habit because it, it's, it is exactly that, a moment of safe space uh, that I have for myself before, um, before turning off the hearing aid and, and taking it out and then turning around and, and, and falling, uh, falling asleep right um, and, and that is something I think that is very very valuable if people recognize that there is a value in that and if you can help people and guide them there that is I think a very 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 cool cool solution a very cool possibility wow nice yeah at least <laughs> I mean we were trying or we were developing the whole pillow with tinnitus groups with people really suffering from tinnitus yeah. And always asking the questions, what actually helps you? Like, what do you think is a good feature? What do you think is shit? Um, and I think that way we actually managed to create a pillow which suits most of the people suffering tinnitus or sleeping disorders. Um, because, yeah, every iteration was with, with the feedback of people. And do your, do your parents both have the latest versions of the Tinos at home? Daily, uh, yeah. in daily um, use uh, i just <laughs> yesterday got a phone call and my grandma's now using it and she's <laughs> able to manage to connect the smartphone and like reconnect it and that's awesome apparently it uh, yeah we managed to to make it that user friendly that even she with her i think it's 82 years now is able to use it um so yeah the whole family is on it 
Ah, that's fantastic. Same for you, Jacqueline. Yeah, I think my dad has an older version of it still. So he doesn't have the latest updated version, but he's super happy with it. <laughs> and his and his and his new spouse is also happy with it because she can't hear anything. I think she loves me for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. And that is really cool. Um yeah, um I, I think I think it's really great what you guys have done, that you took the entrepreneurial spirit into the space um, of tinnitus. Um, there are many spaces that can be uh, occupied, um, but it's fantastic that you guys chose tinnitus. I know that um, a lot of people in online forums and communities says we are the forgotten chronic uh, disease, but they're not at all. And uh, a part of my podcast is bringing that knowledge to people that there is actually a lot happening in this space. And I think that just the thought and just the fact that there is young people with that spirit and that drive to create something to help people um, and to innovate on it and to make it better and to make it accessible to people is, is fantastic and, and big kudos to that for you guys. And um, I think it, it, it's a tremendous help for people to learn about these, these solutions. Um, so they feel a little bit less forgotten. Um, I can understand that. I can understand the despair, but it's very important that we show them there is, in fact, a lot of people who who try to do something. Thanks, so thank Sarah. you. Thank you. Yeah, what, what we experienced was always like super open-minded people. So we always had great feedback when we asked people if they want to be like our trial patients and really test the new iterations. We just were so warmly welcomed by self-help groups and people who suffer from tinnitus that was really impressive so we really appreciated like all the openness and the the feedback we got um it it was just amazing because we felt that there's really a strong community behind it that's awesome um i can only again um, recommend people if you're interested in checking out the solution you can go to www.tinus.one. Um, we'll see when you guys can ship worldwide until the last corner of the world, how long that's going to be. And then we will, um, then we will also, also include some, some fantastic uh, possibilities for people to get a proper pillow shipped and delivered with including all the different sounds and options for finding just the right tool for them to to yeah to sleep better to feel more relaxed and uh, to not be struggling with tinnitus day in and day out when they go to bed i really hope so yeah i mean we are trying our best to expand it to um yeah to actually tell the world that there is something and that we created something to help them um, and i think now it's uh, on on you on the community <laughs> to check it out you can try it you can send it back if it doesn't work for you um, no one's going to get scammed um, like every bad has his individual needs and it doesn't work for everybody of course but we are convinced that it works for a lot of people and it's worth a try i guess yeah, it's fantastic. And I, I think what you guys should do is you should try to reach out also to a lot of the other people who have been on this podcast already. There are um, massive communities around them um, thinking about um, Rupert Brown and his T-minus app or uh, Dr. Edmund Farrar and his Otto app, um, fantastic tinnitus management apps. And um, I'm sure there at some point we should have a big, um, a big uh, a tinnitus meetup. Actually, I think it's probably probably my part to be organizing this to organize like, like a private uh, 
private tinnitus conference here in Berlin, maybe at some point. That'd be that'd be nice. Note to myself, organize a private <laughs> conference with all of you guys, bring you all together and uh, uh, put all the solutions in one place and see what comes out afterwards. That would be amazing. We would be totally in. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, Jacqueline and Simon, it's been a fantastic interview with the two of you. Thank you so much for your time today. It was really, really nice. Do you have anything that you would like to share with the community still? Any last words, any words of encouragement, anything that you um, would need from my community to, to do for you, anywhere where they can help or support you as well? Of course, apart from spreading the word and, and trying it out. Um, anything else you would like to say to, to the audience? I think the best help for us is to yeah, check it out, spread the word um, and give us feedback on how can we improve the next versions, how or like which podcasts, which meditations help you the most, um, in which direction should we, should we improve ourselves or should we iterate. Um, we are yeah, here to learn, we are new to the scene. And we are our focus is just to yeah, create better sleep for everybody. Um, so we are super open minded for any feedback. Um, and yeah, thanks for thanks for the interview. Thanks for listening. And we're looking forward to the conference in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll invite you guys to that. Jacqueline. I think I just can, um, I don't know if I can really add something. The only thing I can say is really thank you. Give us your feedback. Um, we are working so hard every day to be the best version of ourselves and be, bring the best product to our customers and new customers. And yeah, we, we just try to, to help people um, falling asleep better. And that's our mission and we're more than happy for everyone who um, follows our mission, supports our mission, and yeah, that's basically all I can say. And I'm also looking really forward to meet everyone in Berlin. Awesome, that's fantastic. Well, then, thank you both so much for coming on to the Archangelists podcast today. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you back here uh, at, at some point. Um, for everyone who is now very curious about the product, of course, you can find the link to the product uh, in the show notes as well. Um, other than that, um, I'm sure you found it all helpful. Uh, thank you again, Jacqueline and Simon. And it's been a fantastic uh, episode with the two of you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for the interview. And I'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast. See you too soon. Cheers, guys. Thanks, eh? Thank you. Cheers. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Outring Tinnitus podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it and it helps you on your way towards your best life despite tinnitus. If you'd like access to our exclusive online tinnitus membership community where you can access weekly videos, tons of content around the topics of tinnitus and sleep, acceptance and commitment, and how cognitive behavioral therapy can help you to finally break the vicious cycle of suffering from your tinnitus. Yeah, just really build your best life despite tinnitus. Then please head over to www.mytinnitus.club where we have weekly events. You have the possibility to engage with other members, share your progress throughout taking courses of the Outring Tinnitus online coach program and really start living your best life again. Check it out under www.mytinnitus.club and I'll see you in the next podcast episode.
Thank you very much for listening to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. I am looking forward to also welcome you on my website at outringtinnitus.com or if you have any questions, please mail to frida at outringtinnitus.com. See you next time.